There's another problem. This problem, we don't have any equations. Okay? All we have is data. And so we're going to have to construct our functions from the data that we're given. So let's look at the problem. A theater has 204 seats. The manager finds that she can fill all the seats if she charges $4 per ticket. Being a good manager, though, she wants to raise the price by 10 cents at a time, right? But for every 10 cents she raises the ticket price, she will sell three fewer seats. And the question is, what ticket price should she charge to maximize the ticket revenue? All right. Well, what we're, certainly the revenue function is the objective function. All right? And what we, what we have to do is now construct our revenue function. So let's see how it works. Well, revenue, of course, is what? The number of seats times the price per seat. Okay, so that's the ticket price. Okay, so I'll say the ticket price per seat. All right? So initially, right, under the, the given scenario, if she sells, what, $4 tickets, she will sell, what, 204 seats, right? All right, but then what happens? She wants to raise the price by 10 cents. So if she sold the tickets for $4.10, right, how many tickets would she sell? Well, the information says she'll sell three fewer seats. So she'll sell what? 201. Where did that 201 come from? 204 minus 3, right? 10 cent increase in price, three fewer tickets, right? All right. Now, what if, though, she went to $4.20 per ticket? Well, then she would sell how many seats, right? Well, we could do the two, this is another 10 cent increase in price, so it's going to be another drop of three seats, so that would be 198. All right? And we could just sort of walk this on up, right? But suppose we said that we're going to increase the price by not 10 cents, not twice 10 cents, but n times 10 cents, right? So n is what? One, well, n is zero here, n is one here, n is two here, right? So if we sell the tickets for four plus n times 10, how many tickets will we sell? Well, we'll sell 204 minus what? Three tickets for each 10 cent increase in price. So that'll be what? N times three, right? N is of course what? The number of 10 cent increases, right? 
So if we raise n dimes, right, 10 cents n times, we will sell 3 times n fewer tickets, fewer than what? Fuller than our full house of 204. All right. So this is our revenue, this is our objective function in terms of what? n, where n is sort of a strange variable, n is what? The number of 10 cent raises. Okay, so I'll just say n equals the number of 10 cent raises. All right, so our revenue is then what? 204 minus 3n times 4 plus 0.1n. All right? And if I multiply this out, I'll get r is what? 204 times 4 is 816. 204 times 0.1n is 20.4n minus 3n times 4 is minus 12n and negative 3n times 0.1n is minus 0.3n squared. Okay, so if I simplify that, my revenue is going to be what? Negative 0.3n squared, okay, plus what? 8.4n, okay, plus 816. <clears throat> okay, so the derivative, right, because what am I going to do now? Just as in the past, I'm looking for critical numbers, so I need my derivative. So that'll be what? Negative 0.6n plus 8.4, right? So... If I want the derivative to equal zero, right, I get what? Negative 0.6n plus 8.4 equals zero. Okay, or 0.6n, well, negative 0.6n equals negative. 8.4, okay, or if I multiply by negative 10, I'll get 6n, right, is 84, and n is 14, right, the derivative does not exist, okay, again, the derivative is what, a polynomial, so polynomials always exist. So again, I have none of these. All right. 
My second derivative right, is equal to what? Negative 0.6, which is certainly negative. Right? I'm sorry, this is dr dn. Sorry, that's just a little minor mistake. Right? So again, the first derivative is zero, the second derivative is negative. That makes us what? A relative maximum. Okay. Now we have to interpret our answer. N equals fourteen. Yes? Well, what is n? Remember, n was the number of 10 cent raises, right? So if we have 14 10 cent raises, yes, from what? From the original $4, right? So 14 10 cent raises is what? A dollar 40 raise. Right? If you raise by a dime 14 times, it's $1.40, right? So the ticket price will be what? $4 plus $1.40 is what? $5.40, right? The number of seats will be what? Well, we said it was going to be what? 204, the full house, minus 3 times n is 14. Okay, so that's what? 204 minus 42. Okay, so we'll sell what? 162 seats, right? At $5.40, okay, and that will create a revenue of what? Well, 540 times 162, okay, is how much? It's $874.80. You might want your calculator to help you do that. All right. Now, is this, is this the maximum, or is it just a relative maximum? Well, again, this is the maximum because what? Because of the only critical point test, right? Our only critical point, right, was what? A relative maximum, but since it was the only critical point, the relative maximum gets to mo- promoted to the actual absolute if you want, or global sometimes people call it, or sometimes we're just calling it the maximum. So the maximum revenue is $874.80, which we achieve by charging $5.40 per ticket and selling 162 seats, tickets. All right, you might be uh, watching that solution to our theater manager dilemma. And you might have followed it, I hope, going through it step by step. But you might be thinking, there's no way I would have thought of doing it that way. 
letting n be the number of 10 cent increases, that's not, that's not something that you're accustomed to. So what I want to do now is just sort of go through it uh, relatively quickly and at least set it up um, in a more traditional way, the, the way that I think you might have thought of doing it yourself. I think it's a little bit harder, but it's, it's something that you would be able to think of and, and go through yourself. So when you think of revenue, I hope you're thinking of X times P, right? Demand times price, and then two variables. So how did we handle two variables in the past? We looked for an equation, right? We called it a constraint that related X and P, right? And that was what? That was the demand equation, right? And then we solved the demand equation, right? and reduced our objective function to a single variable. So what we'd like to do, what I want to do for you now, is talk about writing a demand equation for this data. All right? All right. So what information do we have? Well, we have that couple of points, or lots of points if we want them, right? We know that if the price is, what, $4, then we'll sell how many seats, how many tickets? Well, we sell out, so that'll be 204 seats, right? And then, what? We could pick some other value of the price and figure out the number of tickets that we'll sell. We actually did that already. Right, for 10, we would sell what? 201. Okay. We can figure out lots of these if we want. Suppose we went to $5 per ticket, right? This is what? 10 dime increases. So we're going to lose what? 10 times 3, right? Is what? 30 seats. So we're going to end up selling, what, 174 seats, yes? And then what? If we use, I mean, the reason I did this is because the arithmetic will be easy, but you can do these, right, if, if you want, right, or these, right? We're going to write the equation, right? This is, this is a linear demand, right? 10 cents of price, three, negative three tickets. 10 cents, negative three, negative, um, 10 cents, negative three. So it's a constant ratio, which is, is what a, a linear demand um, is about. So what are we going to do? We're going to find the slope, right? The slope is what? The difference of the P's, right? So the difference of the price. This is the price is playing the role of Y over the difference of the X's, the demand, right? Okay, so 
If I use these two points, right, I'll get what? 410 minus 4 over what? 201 minus 204 is what? 0.10 over negative 3 or negative 1 30th. Okay, so the slope is negative 1 30th. If I use these two points, right, I'll get what? 5 minus 4 over what? 174 minus 204. Right, again, the difference of the p's divided by the difference of the x's is what? 1 over negative 30. So again, the slope is negative 1 30th. Alright, so it doesn't matter which points you use. Alright, so now we have the slope. If we have the slope, we've got three points actually now. We can use any of them. So if I talk about the point 204 4, right, that's x and p, right, then what? p minus 4 over x minus 204 is equal to negative 1 30th, okay? So then what? p minus 4 is negative 1 30th times x minus 204. So p minus 4 is negative 1 30th x plus, okay, plus what? 204 over 30, okay, and p is negative 1 30th over x, right, we'll bring the 4 over, plus 4, plus, okay, if we divide by 3, right, which this is divisible by 3, right, we get what, 6 and 8 over 10, okay, so p is then negative 1 30th x, this is 40 over 10, plus 68 over 10, so 108 over 10, right? So now we have a demand equation, right? And it's all set up, solved for P, right? So I can go back over to my demand, I'm sorry, to my revenue, right? And I can say, okay, I have a revenue of XP, and I have a demand equation of what? Negative 1 over 30X plus 108 over 30, and I'm back in business, right? R is equal to X times negative 1 30th X plus 108 over 30, Right, and now I have my objective function, the revenue, 
in terms of a single variable, right? So this is what? Negative 1 30th x squared plus 108 over 30x, right? And you should be able to then finish this example, all right? How? Finding the derivative, critical numbers, profit, price, right? And you already have the answer from the previous solution. So this is an alternative, which I say, as I said, I think is a little bit more difficult, but it's something that you might have thought of yourself.